Blog Talk Radio. service community, offering business advice and, you know, just general state of the industry kind of discussion. So that's what we're having today. We're having a state of the industry discussion, and we're going to bring in our good friend, Steve Knoll. Uh, and Steve's got some recent uh, news going on. You know, just like many of us uh, have kind of doing new things. Steve's got a new gig going on at Bradford Networks, and I'll bring Steve in to talk about that in a few minutes. But the MSP show here, yeah, on Blog Talk Radio. We're here every week, usually uh, Wednesday mornings at 9 or 10 o'clock on the Eastern Time, no matter where we get our time slot, and available through iTunes for downloads, um, so you can download all the past episodes of the MSP show here. Anyway, without further ado, I'm going to bring in my good friend, Steve Knoll. And Steve, usually I'm announcing it from Autotask, but you got some uh, you got some new news going on there. I do, Stuart, and uh, once again, thanks for uh, having me on. Uh, yeah, about a month ago, I um, got a call from uh, another good friend of all of us in the uh, SMB space here in the channel, Amy Luby, who had taken on a new role at Bradford Networks and uh, was looking for me to join them in bringing what Bradford does, which is network access control, or, or NAC, which I'll, I'll shorten it to NAC from here on out, uh, to the SMB channel. Uh, NAC has traditionally only been in the enterprise, EDU, large healthcare because of the cost. You know, it's been a very expensive um, uh, product and difficult to deploy, and, and therefore it, it really hasn't gotten um, exposure into the SMB channel. Well, Bradford um, was able to move their product into the cloud, so we're able to distribute the software at a much you know, affordable cost, a, a very affordable cost, and um, bring it into the SMB channel. So uh, my role there as uh, director of um, channel support for uh, Bradford Cloud is really um, being everything that our partners need in deploying this into the SMB space. So for uh, a technical neophyte like myself, Steve, what's the 30-second overview on network access control? What is that? Um, sure. And if anybody wants a longer one, I realize this is recorded, so you might not uh, hit it. Actually, tomorrow at 1, I'm doing a quick little webinar on what, nat you know, what network access control is. But in short, network access control allows you to identify individual devices on your network and decide what kind of access you're going to give them by putting them on what's a VLAN or a virtual network um, based on certain criteria. So currently what happens is you have someone who will gain access to your network, they plug in their laptop, they connect to the network, and after the fact you might scan them and realize that they don't have antivirus and, and you can push a patch out to them. 
what NAT can do is check them before they connect to the network and say, hey, these people are not or don't have appropriate antivirus, let's say, and you can segment them. You can put them in their own little quarantine area so that there's no chance of infecting the rest of the network. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I get it. Yeah, I remember those days from my, uh, you know, from my reseller days with Sonicwell and Ford, that they had uh, off, uh, opportunities like that, but they were somewhat expensive and, uh, you know, not necessarily uh, in, in the small business area. So you guys are bringing that down to the into the small business community, which, uh, which is great. And then uh, putting it out in the cloud, which is, uh, you know, I think it's fantastic. So that's cool, Steve. And, you know, a lot, you know, that's a congratulations for uh, for landing the new gig. And, you know, it's, I'm sure uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, good uh, good things going on there. But also, you know, as you, as you leave one organization, go to another, a lot of, a lot of learning. Uh, and, you know, we, we talked about it before the show, you know, kind of find out who's who in the zoo. So, uh, kudos to you, and uh, you know, congratulations for making that uh, you know that leap of faith. So, Steve, this, you know, we, you and I have talked quite a bit over the last year. You know, we've been very involved with MFP University and some of their boot camps. And you know, what I wanted to market this show around was you know, you know, the state of the MFP community. Uh, you know, coming out of coming out of 2011 and definitely going into 2012. You know, where are you seeing things? You know, what are some of the trends you're starting to observe? Obviously. You know, NAC being one of them is, you know, we can definitely talk a lot about that. But see, give me, you know, give me your year in review. You know, all the experts come on to these shows and say, you know, what do you think of 2011? And if I was, you know, if I was CNN or MSNBC, you know, and I had you on, you know, I was like, hey, Steve, give us your overview of 2011. What did you think happened? You know, was it a good year or was it a bad year? Um, I think in the in the MSB space, in the IT services space, I think it was generally a good year. Um, I, I think that we've seen more adoption. I think we've seen more units covered. I think you see um, all things leading towards you know that that model really being proved out and, and working. So in that regard, I think it was it was a good year. Um, I think the things that may offset that a little bit is we're seeing. A lot more commoditization of of what we do, and that makes it harder uh, because just because there's more devices that need to be covered, just because there's more customers who need this type of service, if you're doing it for lesser and lesser amount of money, it's nearly impossible for the smaller companies that we know to make it up in volume. Larger companies can do that, um, but definitely harder for the smaller guys. So, I mean, we know that, um, you know, commoditization's, uh, you know, hitting us. I read an interesting article, uh, Larry Walsh, and I was hoping to have him on the program soon and maybe have him on the new year. But he talked about, uh, you know, that whole commoditization of the market. I'm looking, you know, and I and I consult and I coach MFPs every day with uh, Ulyptic, is, you know, what we have to do differently, uh, Steve. And, you know, what are you seeing uh, is you know is NAC a, uh, a great opportunity for MSP to do something a little different, or what other opportunities exist in the market today? Yeah, and I, I don't want to seem totally self-serving, but it's one of the reasons that I decided to make this move to Bradford as opposed to other opportunities was this is the opportunity to bring a unique offering into the market space as opposed to, you know, selling another backup solution or another hosted email or another anti-spam product. Not that any of those are bad or any of the options that are out there are bad. It's just that those are products that already exist. So bringing anything else in is really saying we're just doing it better or we can do it different or we can do it cheaper. Security 
is is probably the fastest growing and will be one of the hottest growing things coming up in in 2012 um, and for a lot of reasons one of them has to do with the BYOD you know bring your own device um, yeah what's your hot what's your hot right now which is super hot right now, and, and part of the reason is, and if you're a managed service provider and you're listening to this right now, how many of your clients are going to open up an iPad or a Slate or a Galaxy or a new phone and come to work uh, next Monday morning and connect it to your network? Hey, I, hey, I sure hope so. Well, and, and you say, well, yeah, you know, you hope so. You want the, But the thing is, are you billing them for those devices? In most cases, people aren't. But you're still supporting them, and you're supporting the network if that new Android device they get you know, has a virus and puts it on the network. So the question is, how do you control that? How do you make that possible? And frankly, a NAC solution you know, makes it possible for you to allow people to self-serve and connect themselves to those types of networks, but also do it in an effective, uh, profitable, uh, easy way. Well, that's cool. So you know, we talk about the, you know, I I think mobility is going to be a major driver uh, for the for the for the you know for the future to come. You know, not just next year, but I think several years out. Uh, especially as our, uh, you know, I look at my I have two teenager sons, Steve, and I look at the way they use computers, and you know, they're you know, then to them, email is not that big of a thing. It's you know, definitely they're all over social media and texting, but it's the way they. They work with IT systems, which intrigues me. You know, everything's everything's mobile, everything's social. You know, where do you see uh, where do you see maybe the role of un, you know MSPs understanding the social side of computing uh, today, and how can they support their clients with that? Well, I think um, it, it's both a challenge and opportunity, because once again, I think when you the way people buy, the way people make buying decisions, the way people interact with each other really has changed um, with the advent of social um, interaction, whether that's, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, you know, whatever it happens to be. So I think leveraging those technologies to communicate to people is, is one way. The other way is understanding that controlling access to those things because uh, I actually wrote a blog a couple days ago that it really shouldn't be uh, a service provider's job to say no you know no you can't do this no you can't do that it's more about letting people do what they need to do for their job and entertainment but do it in a safe way so if you have the ability to control access of people um, accessing these types of social networks, but putting in place the type of security that you need to make sure that everything else is, is good, then it's a win-win. You know, you've really, you're facilitating people to be happy at work and have computer use policies that they can actually believe in and, and use. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, yesterday, a story came out. Um, it was actually a, a Cisco a survey they did talking about um, uh, young workers uh, ignoring security policies. Um, and it really had to do that these people just said, eh, I don't think I have to do it. You know, I don't think it applies to me. I think these security policies are outdated and get in the way. And so essentially they're, um, you know, just allowing, um, they're doing behavior uh, that's compromising the network 
kind of because they're selfish, kind of because they can, and so it was it was a really interesting study. Yeah, well, we, but Steve, in all fairness, we saw that coming five years ago, and when we talked about the millennials and how they do things differently, they are they're not the type of conform conform to the typical IT policies. I think that's true, but I think that's the difference between you know policy and security, and so in a lot of ways. You know, we used to write security policies because we couldn't secure it. You know, we would say, well, you're not allowed to go to these types of sites, and if you go to these types of sites, then you could be terminated. And then you could put a content filter into a website, and you still had the computer use policies, you know, that were there just because it was, you know, worth having it. But I think that things have gotten so much more dynamic, you know, and this, let's go back to BYOD. Um, yeah, I'm a doctor, and I have my own iPad, and it's much more convenient for me to walk around to take notes on my iPad, and then I want to upload them to the patient record. Well, should I be able to do that on my own device or not? Um, and if I can do it, do I have the same level of access? Do I have a different level of access? And the hard part is for most systems you know, today, what we really check people on is a username and password. If they have a username and password, they have access to the network it doesn't matter what device they're on. It doesn't matter where they're at. And so the ability of controlling that, of understanding what's a personal device versus an authorized company device, um, takes it to that next level. Yeah, that that uh, that makes a little bit of sense for me, Steve, because, you know, I definitely – and that's, I think that's where NAC comes in, and, you know, we kind of talked about that quite a bit, is, you know, is yeah, what's the – you know, the, the, you know you're not, now you're not forcing policy. You're, you're, you actually got some – hard set rules, and you're not maybe limiting people, but, you know, you want to make sure they have the right um, security levels or patches or, or antivirus installed. Anyway, again, you're going to have a webinar tomorrow, so you guys, I'm sure you can go into a lot more details there. You know, as we go into 2012, we talked about mobility. We talked about BYOD. You know, is there still room out there, Steve, for the, you know, the computer network professional, you know, the the, the traditional VAR and reseller, or, or is, you know, is... Is storm clouds on the horizon with that? Um, well, I believe everything is everything's a wave. Everything's cyclical. Whether it's mini skirts, um, convertibles, or you know what type of services we do, and and I've said for a while, and not to be the the doom and gloom guy, but that managed services is another way. I mean, customers who want their services managed, who want their networks managed that way, who want to pay an all-in-one price per unit, whether you sell it as insurance or whether you sell it as a business model, um, that's going to be cyclical too. You know, there's people who want it, it's going to go to great adoption, and then that's going to constrict as well. Um, so the short answer to your question is, I think the service providers and the traditional VAR is is always in a good place. You know, if you're a if you're a trusted um, reseller and a trusted you know support person for these customers, you're always going to have customers. Now, the the type of business model that you're following or that you're doing to continue to grow your business um, really is going to depend on what you want to do. You know, and where you want it. And we've we've had many discussions at, as you said, at the uh, uh, MSPU event about the first thing you have to do when you have your business is decide what kind of business do you want it to be. 
you know, is it a lifestyle business where, you know, it's going to make a nice living for you and your family and then you're going to try to sell it and, and you know, um, retire at some point? Or do you want to grow it into the next regional superpower? Because uh, that's going to dictate what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that definitely plays, uh, you know, a lifestyle versus growth business. That's uh, you know, an ongoing debate, uh, you know, many of us have had for many, many years. And, you know, I'm kind of happy. You know, Steve, I'm, I'm happy having a lifestyle business. You know, I do I do have a great life doing what I do with Ulistic and coaching uh, MSPs. And do I want it to be uh, the next big mega power? Maybe, maybe not. But So a lot of us, I think, are going to have to face that, you know, critical decision uh, going forward uh, into, you know, in the future, especially as we, as I would say, as we mature through our 40s. <laughs> so yeah, I no, think I, we're all... I, <laughs> Go ahead, I agree with that, and um, and I think that, um, and I was always trying to be really clear with with my partners of saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with a nice lifestyle business. Um, if anything, if you've made the decision that, you know, that's really what you want. You don't want the extra headache. You don't want the extra, you know, hours and work. Because frankly, as we know, you put in a lot more work as it gets bigger. It doesn't always translate into more dollars because there's more money going out the door. So it's just, if you understand that, then you can do a better job. And, and then, getting to your point, you can pick the types of products that you want to sell, uh, that you're going to be able to make the margin on that you want. You're going to be able to pick the types of services that you want to deliver, partner with people to deliver the other types of services your customers need that you might not be able to deliver, and really provide real value to your clients. And, and that's a pretty fireproof relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So this is Stuart Crawford. We're we're chatting with Steve Knoll here on the MSP Show. Uh, our uh, you know, see, this is our last one uh, before we go into the holiday break here. We're not going to be back on until I think gee, middle of January. So you know, you got the you get the, the the spotlight here for many many weeks. So you know, with the last eleven minutes we got left here, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you for some bold predictions uh, going into into 2012. You know, um, you know. The world according to Steve Knoll, let's put it that way. You know, if I was uh, turning to you as my business coach, Steve, what would you advise me as a MSP business uh, going into 2012? Um, first off, I would <clears throat> understand the um, security and requirements that your clients might face. Because I think if you look at our customers, almost all of our customers have some level of compliance requirements. They have, whether that's PCI for credit cards. So basically, if you have any customers that are processing any credit cards, they really have some compliance issues that they have to be aware of. And you might not be aware of them as a provider. So understand what those are and then educate your customers and, and provide a solution. I think that alone can grow most people's businesses, you know, 10, 15, 20 percent just by providing those types of security um, procedures that are really required by their customers. So I would say security is, is definitely a big hot area. That goes along with BYOD. Uh, make it possible for people to use those devices um, at work. And once again, you're going you're gonna to have a certain friendliness factor with your people. Keep, it, um, keep that in line. Um, I think the other thing as a business coach, if I were talking to somebody besides you know what new areas you can get into and what you're doing, is to really you know focus 
or refocus maybe on, on what's your core? What is it you do really well? And and make sure that you you know you leverage that because once again, Stuart, as we've talked many times before, um, jack of all trades can provide okay support across the board. Now, as a managed service provider, the good news is there are many experts out there who are able and willing to provide the types of services all of your clients need, so it can all be funneled through you, but it doesn't mean you have to actually be turning the screwdriver. Does that make sense, Stuart? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. You know, I, I, I look at that, Steve, as, um, you know, we talk about at, at, at the boot camps quite a bit is going vertical. So, you know, if I was going to hit the reboot button and, you know, start an MSP tomorrow, I probably wouldn't be doing the traditional stuff I did when I ran IT Matters in the early 2000s, you know, you know, fixing networks. And I would I, I would still do that as a core, but maybe have uh, uh, somebody else take care of that for me. I would really focus on understanding the business process and, and really focusing on maybe two or three key verticals that um, – you know that I could excel in maybe one that I would really excel in two or three other ones that I have interest in so I can learn a bit more about them. Steve, I, you know I'm going to go on the limb and think I think IT service providers who can become specialists in verticals are going to have you know are going to win in the long run. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? I, I do agree with that, and I agree with it for a couple different ways because it gives you different ways to grow your business. You know, the one way you have to grow your business is obviously pulling more money from those particular companies that you specialize in. Um, so, for example, let's say you took, I'll just say dentists for a, just a, a weird vertical. But dentists have some very unique things. They have some specific software to run their practices. They have specific regulatory requirements. They have a lot of other types of equipment on their networks that you might not, you know, be aware of, like any, you know, medical devices that are IP related and that kind of thing. So if you really focus and specialize on what those dentists need, you can, one, penetrate their particular um, groups and organizations and, and grow a lot of business that way, a lot of strength, word of mouth, that kind of thing. And if you specialize in it, why wouldn't somebody, you know, bring you on? And the other thing is you have the option or the ability to grow some business by providing that level of expertise as a consultant to other managed service providers who need your help in that area. So there's a lot of advantages of doing that as opposed to trying to be everything to every type of company, you know, across the board. Well, and we're starting to see that, uh, Steve, quite a bit. You know, I'm, I have a call this morning with a very good friend of ours, uh, you know, Wendy Frank over at Excel Security. She's specializing in, you know, the security side and, you know, helping uh, MSPs uh, secure their client networks as much as, you know, her doing her own thing with their, her larger organizations. And, you know, another former Autotask uh, colleague of yours or client, uh, Colin Knox over at Passportal, Know, you know, specializing in uh, helping win the security side with password management. So we're starting to see a lot of this, um, you know, these specialists, I would say, come up and to help us as MFPs who maybe not have that skill set, you know, really help define uh, what we do or offer the tools. Uh, you know, I guess I, I guess a conversation going into, you know, for going into next year is not going to be complete for you as well without a, you know, a quick chat about the cloud. Because, you know, that's one thing we kind of skirted around a little bit today is, you know, the cloud and, you know, I look. I read an article yesterday. That, uh, Microsoft and Mastercard are uh, teaming up to offer a 10% discount on Office 365. You know, 
Should uh, IT search providers today be concerned about that kind of stuff, or should um, be looking at ways to partner and uh, monopolize or no, sorry, monetize uh, those type of offerings? You know, the reality is um, cloud delivery of services is here to stay. And, you know, so you can try to ignore it. You can try to put your head in the sand, but, you know, once again, it's, you know, I think we talked about another event. <laughs> if you can either soar towards the clouds or they can come down to you, and if they come down to you, it's called a fog. It means you yeah, exactly. Ready. Yeah, we talked about you that before. Showed yeah. up, and and so the thing is, you have to embrace the cloud. It's just another offering. Now, if you think the cloud is crap and isn't viable and isn't trustworthy, well, that's the case. You can go out and find enough information to convince your customers that the cloud is unreliable, that there's problems, that there's faults, that there's security, and they should keep their stuff in house but at least you've addressed the issue. Now, if you think the cloud is the greatest thing since sliced bread and that it's going to save all this money and it's going to provide flexibility and it's going to offload a lot of costs, well, there's proof out there to show that to your customers too, and you can sell that model. So it's like anything. There's liars, damn liars, and statistics. So you can, if you're informed, you can find the information to support the model that you think is best for your clients. Cool. I think that's, I you know, I love that uh, that one that one thing you had there, and you brought it up again when we were on that panel, I think it was in Nashville. You know, you can sort of the clouds, you can wait on the ground and, and run around in the fog. So, you know, Steve, four minutes left of the program today. You know, I want to thank you very much for, you know, take, carving out 30 minutes of your day to come and talk with us. And, you know, and I, I look at you as, uh, you know, one of my uh, key uh, mentors in our industry. I always, you know, always turn to your blog and, and you know, other stuff about, you know, finding, you know, if it, what's going on in the industry, I'm going to turn to Steve as one of the guys that, uh, you know, he's got his head uh, pretty much screwed on tight with the what's happening in our industry. Uh, Steve, you know, I know you got a blog and you got a few other things, but you know, give us a um, share with us your contact details and you know the blog address and stuff like that, so those who are listening today can uh, go and check you out. Sure. If uh, if you want any information, uh, email me. That's snoll at bradfordnetworks.com. Uh, my blog is stevenoll.blogspot. Uh, dot com and uh, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, G Plus, all of the other places, and and I tend to you know link to when I do postings of my blogs, I tend to link there. So um, by all means, I'm um, happy to uh, speak with all of you. And, and Stuart, I really appreciate uh, you having me on as well. I always enjoy coming on and chatting with you. Like I say, normally we do it, and we should just roll tape when we sit uh, uh, with a beverage in our hand because <laughs> we had a lot of great discussions there as well, too. So, Well, I'm hoping I'm going to see you at some, uh, at some events now. I don't know, um, you know, what going into 2012, what your event calendar looks like, but uh, I'm sure our, uh, our paths will cross at uh, a number of events uh, in the next year. Yeah, I'm sure so. We are, um, we're kind of shoring up some of those um, venues of where we're going this year and, you know, once again, introducing Bradford Cloud into the uh, MSP channel and the uh, SMB channel really uh, are looking for some key venues. So, um, you know, uh, I, I know that we're going to be at some ASCII events. I believe we're doing some of the LPI road shows and uh, all of the other, you know, major events that we would uh, we would expect. What, what's the website, Steve, for the Bradford uh, Cloud solution again? Sure. If you go to bradfordnetworks.com and you can do forward slash cloud uh, or forward slash Bradford Cloud, uh, Bradford.cloud, which will take you right to that page. But uh, getting to the main page, it's uh, 
we talk a lot about BYOD. We talk a lot about you know our cloud solution in that. And, and keep in mind, once again, if you have larger partners and you still need to use our appliance or you need to put our software on their site or in your cloud or in our cloud, all of that's possible. So we're really just introducing a new delivery method, um, but that new delivery method makes it much more affordable for the SMB channel. Great, and Steve, thanks again for uh, joining us. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And you know, you're just down, uh, you're just down Interstate 90, so we'll have to get together one day if we uh, we don't run across at uh, conferences. It's a well, probably a three or four hour drive from Buffalo to Albany, I think. Just, yeah, just a tad over that, but yeah, for sure we can. Uh, you need to come over. We can get together, and uh, maybe some point we can uh, make a trip over to the uh, offices, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, uh, show you Great. around everything. Anyway, best of the holiday season to you and your family, and we'll uh, we'll chat with you again in the new year, I am sure. Hey, folks, that was Steve Knoll from Bradford Networks, and you know, Steve joined us to talk to us on you know the, what's going on in 2012 in our industry and. And it's going to be a pretty exciting year, so I look forward to uh, you know being part of the journey with you, working with uh, you. If you need some more uh, you know information about Ulistic and what Ulistic does, you know we have a great $99 website offer for MSPs. Uh, you know gives us a lot of good uh, information. Everything's all custom designed and you know custom created for you. We we stay clear into templates and stuff like that. So check that out at Ulistic.com. Shoot me an email at info at Ulistic.com if you want more info on that $99 website or special. Uh, you know, give us a holler. Anyway, this is Stuart Crawford wishing you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that good stuff here from, uh, you know, the Niagara region of Ontario, Canada. We uh, wish all the best to you and your family in uh, 2012, and we'll talk to you again in, in January. For the MSP Show, we're going to sign off, and see you in one month.